13, 35, 28. That's the population of Injection Fair at Lily right now in 10s, 9s, and 8s. Let me repeat that. 13, 35, 28. Low population, high price, massive price increase. You know, over 100% increase in the last three, four months. Massive growth in this card. So why? Why has Injection Fairly gone up so much? Why hasn't Yadagarasu gone up the same amount? You know, we're seeing exponential growth in Injection Fairly. But Yadagrasu, yeah, we're seeing growth there. We're seeing growth as well with the Ultras in LOD. Even the Super Rares just a little bit in the last four to five months. But why specifically is Injection Fairly going for this kind of money? Well, do I think it's justified? Do I think that Injection Fairly is a justified increase. Well, here's the thing. There's 13 tens, and as I said, 35 nines, and uh, 28 eights, okay? That's something to know. First and foremost, that's something to know. So let's start with the positives of injection fairly. Go to the negatives and kind of weigh in our risk-reward portfolio, right? So the positives, right, is that the population is so low, okay? Legacy of Darkness, very expensive to get, even in retail. You know, it's not quite as expensive as, you know, Magician's Forge and uh, Invasion of Chaos and Dark Crisis and, and some of the other sets like Metal Raiders. You know, it's not nearly those prices, right? But you buy a box of Legacy of Darkness, retail or hobby, you buy a box, and you tell me that the secret rare, whether it's Yana, or especially Injection Fairy Lily, you tell me that's going to come back at 10? I'll laugh and I think you're crazy. I will think you're out of your mind. You know a pack has Injection Fairy Lily in it. You say, Tim, there's this pack here. I guarantee it's got Injection Fairy Lily. You think it's going to be a 10? Oh, God, my reaction to that is going to be an absolute no. Absolutely not. And when I compare the difference between Yada and Injection... I have personally seen more centered Yadagarasus than I have Injection Fairy Lilies. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I actually had over 200 blister packs. Over 200 blisters of Legacy of Darkness. I ended up pulling four Injection Fairy Lilies. Four to five. All of them. All of them. Way off center. Way off center. It wasn't even close. You know, And that's where you're getting those 28.8s. Okay, so that's a great thing for people who have tents, right? And we're going over the positives. What else is great about Injection Fairly? Well, if you hadn't noticed, Dark Magician Girl has completely exploded in price, right? We discussed this earlier, but Injection Fairy Lily, Injection Fairy Lily, known as the quote-unquote second best, okay, the poor man's Dark Magician Girl, based on the sexiness, based on the look of the card. All of a sudden, we're caught up. And for the people that saw this coming, congratulations. You know, actually, when Dark Magician Girl started with that massive meteoric rise, I started looking. I said, well, who's got Injection Fairy Lilies? I'm going to I'm gonna bid on it. Even at 600 bucks, it's like, yeah, it's up from 450 from it was three to four months ago, but I think there's still growth. Do I still think there's growth in Injection Fairy Lily? 
I do. I do. I do. I do. And a lot of people talk about, well, it's just not nostalgic enough. I agree. I see what you're saying. You know, and that's going to our concerns. Let's see what's the bad things about injection for you. Well, you can buy one $30 to $40 near mint to mint. Especially mint. You know, you could buy a flawless card of Injection Fairy Lily, mint, whatever it might be, ungraded for $40 to $50. And my goodness, when you look at a $1,000, $800 price tag at a PSA 10, it's like, that's a bargain. But let's be honest. It's not going to grade a 10. The centering's too far gone. But again, just we're going to stick on the negatives. And that's a negative. You know, for the guys who owns the 10s, it's like, well, I have a $1,000 card, $800 card as a 10, but... You really could get a flawless copy, barring the centering, flawless copy for $50. That's got to feel like crap, right? That's got to feel like absolute crap. And that's a negative. Second negative, as I talked about conversely about these LOD boxes, yeah, they're tough to get, but they're not as, as tough. They're, they're not as expensive as the rest. There's still a lot of it out there. It wasn't an uber popular set. Yes, it was with Yada Grasso with the Yada Lock, but... It was produced. I mean, there were a lot of it out there. There was a lot of packs out there, a lot of boxes. And once Yada got kind of banned, nobody cared about the set anymore. Nobody had reason for the set anymore. And number three of why there is such a negative uh, concern, a negative risk about this card is, again, the nostalgic factor. Having said that, having said all of that, the positives, low population, very, very rare to pull, in my opinion... The hardest card to get out of a pack and to get a 10. Okay, I, I look at Blue Eyes boxes. I look at Metal Raiders boxes. I look at everything else. Aside from the promos that kind of are glued to the back of a Shonen Jump magazine, aside from those, out of a pack-pulled box fresh card, if I had to name one card, one single card that I say, Forget about it as a 10. Knowing it's going to come out of a pack, it's Injection Fairy Lily. It is. I mean, and then I look at the value of the 9s. Now, here's the difference, right? The value of the 9s, okay, in my opinion, a little overvalued. Because as we talked about, $40 to $50, you get your mint copy, probably a PSA 9. But for a PSA 9 to hit $100 to $150... Too much. Too much. There's just too much of it out there. There's too many normal, uh, run-of-the-mill, off-centered injection fair lilies out there. No no, no hiding it. I mean, let, let's all be honest. You could go out and buy it, and it's, it, it's nothing special. But the 10, that's special. And going back to the Dark Magician Girl with the sexiness and the sexy appeal of the card, that's there. Yeah, it doesn't have the nostalgia. But but again, it's got that sexy appeal to it. And it's got a rarity to it. Okay? Why is Dark Paladin corrected artwork? Why is that card so expensive? A PSA 9, 1400 to $1,500. A PSA 10, the only one up there, five grand. It ain't nostalgic. It ain't nostalgic. Yeah, it's got Dark Magician and Buster Blader Fusion, right? It's not no, it's not no blue eyes. It's not even close to a blue eyes. Not even close, right? But it does have more nostalgic value than Fairy Lily, of course. But the story behind it, 
the bizarre story behind it, the rarity of it in a PSA 10. People love that. People love it. You know, people will pay whatever it takes to get that PSA Gem Mint 10 in their collection. Okay, they will pay whatever it takes. And a lot of people will say, oh, well, because of this $1,000 sale on Injection Fairly and because of this $800 sale, there's going to be so many more submitted and so many more 10s out there. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more submitted, but there certainly is not going to be more 10s. They'll have some 10s. We'll have 10s here and there. The growth might be a little bit higher. So what, it goes from 13 to 16 over a year span? It goes from 13 to 20 even over a year span? Uh, I... How am I going to justify that? You know, how many more nines? What's the nine population going to go to? 70? 80? What's the eight population go to? 28 eights. Okay, that's something to know. Yeah, there's 35 nines and 13 tens, the ratio. Oh, my goodness. But the eights. I mean, we don't even account for the eights. Yu-Gi-Oh! Eights, that's almost non-existent. You know, if you get an eight on PSA grading a Yu-Gi-Oh! card, you're saying, oh, God, that sucks. You know, I got a PSA eight. I'm not even going to make my money back. I'm going to lose money on this, right? But that shows you how off-centered these cards were. I mean, these cards were the most poorly cut cards in the history of the game. The most poorly cut cards, and that is why you're seeing that price validated right now. I think it's right where it should be at this current point. Given the increase in Dark Magician Girl, people wanted the next best thing. All of a sudden, the next best thing is now expensive. What's the next best card? I don't know. I always thought those two cards, Dark Magician Girl and Injection Fairy Lily, neck and neck in terms of the appeal. Not nostalgia, but just the sexual appeal of the two cards. And it was still early enough, Dark Magician Girl and Injection Fairy Lily, still early enough to where you have a lot of those nostalgia collectors with deep pockets at a slightly older age. Okay, it's not where you even get to the GX or 5Ds, my God, no. You know, you don't even get to those eras. You still get to the nitty-gritty original series where a lot of people played the game and there was a lot going on and those two cards ruled the roost when it came to sexiness. No question about it. And with a low population for set collectors and with a low population going forward i have no doubt in my mind no doubt in my mind this is going to be one of the hardest tens to get by far by far and that justifies the price also the sexiness of the card also the set also the first series there's so many other things going on but this card the fact that this card was printed so poorly and it was not an easy pull by any means right and you can pull it out of the pack all the time, all day long, and to find a centered one, forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. The price is justified between 800 to to 1000 The price is justified. You know, I'm almost thinking to go in on one or two more at 800 to to 1000 I have one. I've graded one. I have one in my collection. That's all I got. But I'm almost tempted to go for another one. I really, really am. I mean, it keeps rising. I don't like to buy on spikes, though. You know, that that's what I don't like. I don't like undisciplined investing. So, with that, it, that's why I'm a little scared away. But, 
Do I think that this card is going to crash and burn? Absolutely not. People don't realize how poorly cut this card was. It was right up there with everything else. And yeah, the population is going to skyrocket on this card because of the price. Population of 10s might go up, but the populations of 9s and 8s through the roof. Through the roof. Not even close. So if you're thinking about buying a mint copy, just buy a mint raw copy and get it graded yourself. I don't advocate spending $100 to $150 for a mint raw copy. I think that's overvalued. It's bizarre because everyone says, well, a 9 is probably about uh, 40% the price or 30% or even a quarter of the percent, a quarter of, of what the 10 is worth, right? But in this case, no, no. I think a 9 should be worth about 80 bucks. I think the 10 should be worth about 800 bucks. A 10 times premium, 10% is what I think a 9 is worth compared to that 10 because the 10s are so, just so darn hard to get. No stopping it. Until next time, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Do you think Yada Garasu goes up? I think we'll see a little spike in Yada. Huge spike? No. But a, but a, but a noticeable one. I do. I do. That was kind of an off-centered card as well. Not quite as bad as Injection. But I think we'll still see a spike. Until next time, Yu-Gi-Oh! Tube. What do you think about Injection Fairly? Overrated. Worth the price. Not nostalgic enough for you. What do you think? Set collectors? Let me know. Let me know. Chime in. Population? What's it going to be? What do you think it's going to be in the future? Tens all over the place? Nines and eights all over the place? Give me your input. Yu-Gi-Oh! 2. Signing out until next time.